This is the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play and Community Theater Podcast. Lankmar, City of Thieves. Session 11, Trap House. So hey everyone, Monster Mike here. We are playing Savage Worlds, Lankmar, City of Thieves. And with me, I've got... Uh, oh, and it's the coronavirus edition, so we are playing remotely um, with much sadness because we always look forward to being able to see each other's glabrous, sweaty faces. Um, but uh, with me are... Introduce yourself and your character. All right. Uh, I am Nick. I am playing Gabby Joe Cagliato. He's the streetwise, rather huge, tough, um, has a trademark great axe of his own that he runs around swiping people with and killing them. And he also is kind of intimidating. BJ, I am playing Deidre Frost, Ice Mage from North. It's just, it's too warm in the city. I gotta freeze something. I getcha. And also with us is uh, Brian, who's playing Deadbolt, and he'll join in audially when he can. Uh, so yeah, you were uh, back aboard the Sea Spider uh, after your encounter with the Wayfarer. You had looted some rotty undersea dowry from it, and you had this uh, mysterious gold chest and bits and scraps of the story behind it. So you are sailing along when uh, you can both or all roll me a notice check. I have a seven. Okay. Eight. All right. So, um, and it looks like uh, looks like Deadbolt has a four. So yeah, you all notice as you know, basically you get underway again. You are continuing to sail to Soriev, and you're up on the deck, and you feel the wind shift, and you think, oh, the wind's changing direction. Um, and then you notice that the wind isn't changing direction. The horizon is changing direction. Uh, the, the sun is moving across the sky in an odd way. So I'm just a simple city boy, but I'm pretty sure that's not supposed to happen. Right. You can give me a smarts check. Can I? Sure. Don't have it. It's always a D four. Well, smart is an attribute, so you 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 have it. I have a three. Yeah. You have a what? Three. A three. Okay. How about you, Deadbolt and or Deirdre? I got a five. Okay. Deirdre, yeah. you've actually been you've been paying attention, like pretty much the mingle sailors take care of all the sailing stuff and you're all pretty green to sailing. But uh, Deirdre, you notice like they have changed sail and the guy at the helm has, you're pretty sure they have tacked and uh, 
they are going in a different direction that would not lead you towards Soriev. And they have done this without any command from uh, Orf, who's down below in the cabin. All right. Um, I will go down below, let Orf know what's going on. He says he's like busy uh, writing in the logbook and updating the chart. And he's like, yes, what do you want? They've, they've changed the sail up top. We're changing directions. What is uh, what's going on? He, he uh, looks out the <clears throat> stern window and uh, kind of gives an, a, a little cry of alarm and then runs up onto deck and starts shouting at the men in mingled ease. And like three of them go to obey his orders. You know, they go and... Uh, spread more sail, and the helmsman turns the wheel back the other way. And then other ones, other of the crew, are sort of fighting them. Uh, you know, they're working against those interests, so like one guy runs up and grabs the wheel and tries to pull it the other direction, and up in the the mast, uh, or up in the uh, aloft, uh, some of the sailors are trying to kind of undo the changes of sale that were just done. And, you know, there's like little fights breaking out and stuff. Hey, uh, guys, uh, who am I supposed to break the head of here? Orf keeps shouting at the disobedient men, but they keep, <clears throat> uh, seem to ignore him. I'm going to go up to one of the disobedient ones and kind of just try to grab him. Okay. And yell at him, like, what are you doing? Can I use intimidation he, he, for this? Yes, does not you speak, can. Does, he does not speak my language. They do. They all speak um, the language that you speak, but it's just not their first language. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be 2d6. Uh, one explode. Eight. Okay. He uh, struggles against you. And and finally burst out speaking, and you notice his movements are sort of stiff and robotic. He says, "You you will never imprison me again. Lankmar will pay, and my younglings will be birthed from the Overlord's flesh. The Overlord meant to send me away, but I will have my vengeance. You humans are nothing but cattle. I shall steer you all, and my children shall feed upon you." So that seems wrong. I'm going to just, like, lightly slap the shit out of him. And by lightly, I mean okay. you know, kind of hard because I'm a big guy. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to give him a, a spirit roll, which he failed. Your slap has no effect. He's still struggling and trying to uh, um, steer the ship back to Lankmar. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm just going to knock him out. Okay. Uh I will say you can just do that. I don't think you need to roll for that. He's he's uh, um, kind of clumsy. I mean, he's a, he's a good sailor ordinarily, but um, he's he seems to be a little bit clumsy. Uh, could you all give me a spirit check? Okay, it's two d six again. Um, five. Explode eight. Okay. Okay. And how about uh? Deadbolt. Deadbolt, the silent partner. Uh, spirit. 
spirit. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you all feel fine. Um, but when you knock the guy out, you do feel a, kind of like a a tugging that's hard to describe. Um, something almost like tugging on your will, but it it happens for a moment and then kind of ceases. I'm used to creepy, many-eyed things fucking with my head, so... <clears throat> um, and the the chaos on deck kind of seems to continue uh, with about two-thirds of the crew trying to steer the vessel back to Lankmar and completely ignoring Orf. And Orf and about a third of the crew, you know, trying to flog them into... Uh, behaving. What would you like to do? So you said about a third of the crew was taken over by whatever this is, and we were able to get about back to two port? thirds of the crew. Oh, okay. no, no, no! You're still in the middle of the inner sea, but about two thirds of the crew seem to be behaving rather oddly and are are trying to turn the ship back to Lankmar, which isn't where you wanted to go. Um, and the other third of the crew, plus Orf, is trying to shout and beat them into submission. How many of the crew do we need to actually keep it running in the proper direction? Um, I would say you have a about half. You, you pretty much have a full crew for two watches. Okay, so if we only have a third of it functioning, that's not enough. Yeah, you might actually have to roll boating if you're helping out. Or you'd have to help out with the sailing of the ship. I'm just wondering if we have to let it go back to Lankmar at this point. So we don't risk, you know, dying in the middle of the ocean because we don't have enough crew to go forward. Well, you still have seem to have all the crew, but um, two-thirds of them seem to be under the influence of something. Uh, and actually, at, at this point, one of the one of the sailors comes up from below, and he's carrying this gold, of course he is. golden chest in his arms. Didn't we put that inside of a box? You did put it inside of a box, but he went down and took it out. And he seems to be cradling it kind of like it's a pet. Cool. So I'm going to go and slug him and knock him out. Okay. Um... um Give me an actual roll for that. Okay. Um, I think what I'm going to do is hit him with the flat of the axe. Okay. Can I use fighting for that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, so my fighting is a d10 plus one. Um, six explodes. Six explodes. Okay, you hit him. Okay. Um, what would you like me to roll for damage on that? Roll your normal damage, but we'll call that, you know, knockout okay. damage instead of killing damage. Okay, so the Great Axe is a d10 plus strength plus one. Uh, I rolled a five. And, oh, so we roll strength separately. Um, so my strength is a d8. Um, does that explode as well? Yes. Okay. So that's going to be 15, 16. Okay, yeah, you, you knock him out cold, and the 
chest, the the golden chest with the inset jewels, drops with a clunk onto the deck, and another sailor rushes over to pick it up. Can I grab it before he can? Um, sure. Give me a dex or agility, rather. Oh God, my weak point. Can you beat a two? Uh, yes. I have a seven. Okay, hurrah you get to it before hurrah he for does. Wild eye. You get to it before he does and, and grab it and pick it up. And as you pick it up, you feel it. It seems this is just a chunk of metal, right? But it feels almost like it's wriggling in your hands. I really dislike and, this. And uh, you get... Are you wearing the? Are you the one that had the jade ring or the sapphire ring, or did that, someone else? That's have? a really good question. Um, I don't have anything written on my sheet about it. I, I think Deirdre would have had it because it was a woman's ring. I've I've got the uh, snow serpent fang. We all the, had those mm-hmm. things. Snowflake pendant. But I don't have a yeah. ring on mine. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, well, I, it might I'm have actually, just been... I'm actually fairly certain Deadbolt would have had it because he was, you know, conniving and grabbing and things like that. Fair anyway, enough. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> once again, nothing but a muted string of profanities. <laughs> I use knowledge arcana. Yeah, that makes sense. That it would be. Let's see what's going on. Yes, you can. So-called chest in his hand. Mm-hmm. Oh, explodes. 20. Um, you're, like, kind of just reading what's going on. And you think, like, you've, you don't have, oh, you can cast pretty much any spell that's in your spell book or, you know, in yeah. with your ability. So you'd recognize this as the puppet spell. But you've never seen it one single caster or creature um, that could control so many people simultaneously with it. Right. And, and uh, Gabby, Joe, you're pretty sure, even though what you see in your hands is a lifeless hunk of metal, what you're feeling is this thing is wriggling and alive. Well, let's go put it back in the box. I'm also um, going to like slap it. Bad box. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as you are, as you go, like start dragging it below decks. Um, give me an agility check. Again? This is opposed. Yep. Again. Um, I have a three. Okay. It got a six. So it um, wriggles like out of your hands inexplicably and drops to the deck and starts scuttling across the deck. And um, some of the sailors move in front of it, between you and it, uh, making a cordon. And they seem willing to fight to defend it. Um... Do I think I can like red rover my way through, or are they pretty tightly packed to where I probably can't do that? Um, no, you could. It's a wall of about 
five sailors, but it's only one deep, if you know what I mean. So Red Rover would yeah. be a very good analogy. I think, uh, give me a, let's do an opposed strength check. Well, you said I dropped the box, though? Yes. And it, like, the... scuttled, it scuttled down the deck, and these guys came in between you and it. Oh, okay. Some of these controlled sailors. And they got a nine on their group strength check. Okay. My strength is a D8. Uh, six explodes, and a five is 11. Okay. Yeah, so you break through their cordon, and you're able to get to the, the chest. Uh, what do you want to do? Do I remember where we left the box for it? Um, yeah, it was down below in the hold. That's where you were taking it in the first place when it kind of wriggled out of your hands. I guess just continue there. My my okay. hope um, my hope is that if I can get this thing back in the box, it will somewhat mitigate the effects. Um, it didn't. Well, that's that's something to hope for. I mean. The sailors were behaving this way before it ever came out of the box. True, but I mean, if we can get it to where only like a third of them are controlled instead of two-thirds, that's something. Yes, what is everybody else doing right now? Because I don't really want to have to kill you doing? a large part of the crew. Um, let me look here at the Sea Spider. The Sea Spider uh, has a crew of 24, so you've got about 16 of them working against you. Uh, the other eight are still struggling to try to, you know, steer the ship in the way that you want. Uh, what are you doing, BJ? Deirdre, I should say. I'm gonna cast stun to hit the uh, chest and sailors, leaving Gabby Joe okay. out of the burst. Well, Gabby Joe is carrying the chest. I, I, th I thought he dropped it, and yeah, yeah, and then he broke through the line of sailors and okay. Up again. Uh, okay, why don't I deal some initiative? And what I'm gonna do is I've got cards on the table with your names on them and your bennies. Uh, and then I'm just going to do all the GM characters on one. So Gabby Joe, you've got the nine. Deadbolt on the five. Deirdre on a five of hearts. And my guys on the ace of spades. So there's going to be a group attack against you, Gabby Joe. Um, these same five sailors whose line you broke through okay. are going to attack. Holy shit. One of them is just like Superman. He hits with the 16. But the other four all miss wildly. Uh, so Superman there is going to do 11 damage. Okay. And I soak that with toughness. Bigger. How does this work? Yeah, if um, you should have, I think it's toughness. No, yeah, 
your toughness is essentially your armor. So okay. if 11 is less than 4, how to say that? If it's below your toughness, it does nothing. If it's above your toughness, you'd be stunned or you'd be shaken. Okay. And if it's four or more above your toughness, then it's a wound. Okay. I have a bunch of numbers written down here. How do I calculate my toughness? It's half your vigor die plus two. Okay. Plus your armor. And then I think I get an extra because I am huge. Brawny or something. Brawny. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. You get a plus one from that. So I thought I seem to recall you had a really high toughness, like eleven. I do. Yeah. So my vigor is at twelve. Um, I've got a plus three armor, and then I've got okay, brawny. That puts you nine. How much does brawny actually add? Is it plus? Because I, I think have plus, it's plus two one. written down for some reason. Pretty sure. Because like I have, I have plus one. I have nine in the box, but then I have a plus two, and then I have a twelve written next to it. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, and it's plus one. So that would put me to ten. Where's the other one coming from? Are you extra brawny? What are your other edges? Uh, brawny, sweep, a fighting die, vigor, and a trademark weapon. Okay, so brawny would be the only one that helps. So it should be ten, I'm guessing, then? I'm getting a ten out of that. Well, wait. So your vigor is a twelve, right? Yep. That puts you at 8, plus 3 for your armor is 11, Wait. and 1 more for brawny is 12. Wait, what? Half your half your vigor die, plus yes. 2. Oh, plus 2. That's probably where that came from then. Okay. So that should be 8. Yes, so it's 9. Yes, so it's, yeah, it's 9 without armor, 12 with armor. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I have that written down so, yeah. like that. So yeah. you're not shaken, you're not wounded. Cool. Sorry for uh, the waste of uh, lots of time. That's okay. Okay. We haven't played this in a while. Uh, so next up is you, Gabby Joe. Okay. I'm going to... So I see Deidre now? Yes. Deidre is up on deck with you. Okay. And she's just been chilling out, watching this unfold, and like figuring I'm things out about gonna what, what's going on. going to try to give her the box? Because I don't know what it's doing, and it creeps me out, and it's obviously magical, which is her area. Okay, well, you'll have to... This is like a game of keep-away, because you're mm-hmm. surrounded by these five <laughs> dudes. You'll have to, like, throw it to her. So give me a throwing <clears throat> check. Throwing, you say? Can I just, can I yes. just like, poke through? Sure, you can do that, too. Okay, what do you want me to roll for that? Give me another strength roll. Okay. I'm just going to Heisman this. What you do is give it to one of the sailors on you, then you'll be fighting four. Um, I rolled a five on my strength check. Um, this time they're ready for you. They link arms really tightly and uh, manage to block you in. You know, they kind of have like a little circle around you of linked arms. So you're not, you drag them a little ways. Um, but you're not able to break out of the ring of sailors. Okay. I'll show us fun to Benny. Um, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Hey, they got a, I'll let you know though. They got a 10 on their oh. strength roll. 
Um, no, I guess I won't use a Benny then. I'll just try to hold on to it as best I can. Okay. Uh, Deadbolt has dropped off. So, Deirdre, what do you want to do? Um, I'm just thinking of casting stun on that area. Sorry, Nick. Gabby Joe. That's fine. I can probably soak it. Okay. Um, it is a medium burst. Uh, effect must make vigor rolls or be shaken with a raise. Victims must make the vigor roll at minus two. So let's see. Stun. Okay. E12. Now, in the Lankmar setting, don't you have a negative to that roll, though, if you want to do a group? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me open that up. I remember the magic works a little different here. So, blah, 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 blah. Stun. Modifier minus one. Minus one? Okay. Yeah. And... Stun shocks a target with concussive force, sound light, magical energy, or the like. Uh, so it is... You, you can do a medium blast template. Uh, I want to do the medium burst. So what I'm going to do here... Uh, yeah, its base is minus one. So you take minus one to your roll. And if you want to add a modifier to that... Um, It'll be in a for an uh, area of effect. It'll be an additional minus two, so a net minus three to your roll. So I'll be at a minus three. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give it a shot. Something's got to work right. So it's eleven minus three is eight. Okay, so that's a raise. So they're going to make raise, bigger so... rolls. Yep, bigger rolls at minus two. Yep. Uh, he fails. He explodes all over the place. So one succeeds, two fail, three fail, and four fail. So four of them are stunned. One of them isn't. And the okay. So the ring kind of breaks up around you, Deadbolt. Do I have to roll I'm against sorry. this too? Uh, oh yeah, give me a, a vigor roll at minus two. Okay. Um, six explodes, six explodes, 13. You're, you're fine. Minus two is 11. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, new round. Uh, and Deirdre, you're up first. thought I just did my turn. You did, but it's a new round. So you have, you're on oh. the uh, king of clubs. My guys are on the queen, and Gabby Joe is on the four. Okay, um... The guy holding the chest, I will... Gabby Joe? Does Gabby Joe have the chest? Yes. He was trying to bust through the ring of sailors to give it to you. Yes. I'm going to hold for now. See what Gabby Joe does. Okay. Well, the sailors are up next. So those four that are stunned... uh, Hang on. F does stun do. Stunned, stunned is now a new effect in Savage Worlds. 
and I'm using the new version because that's now the only book I have. Uh, they are distracted, fall prone, can't move or take any actions, don't count toward gang up bonus, and are subject to the drop. At the start of a stunned character's turn, he makes a vigor roll. Success means he's no longer stunned, but remains distracted and now vulnerable. And they're going to make that vigor roll at minus two. So one recovers. Two recover, but are still distracted. So they're not. none of them are going to take any actions. Uh, two of them are just trying to get up. One of them, or the other two of them, are still like flat on their backs on the deck. And the one guy that wasn't affected by it uh, is going to swing at you, uh, Gabby Joe. Yeah. Okay. Swing and a miss. Uh, so now it's Gabby Joe's turn. Okay. So now there's just two that are functional. There are. There's one that's truly functional, and two more that got up. Oh, gotcha. But they, but they didn't do anything. They're just shaking the cobwebs out. Okay, so I'm going to try bursting through again. So another strength check. Uh, really, you're only working against one guy now. So what's that? You're only you only have to get past one guy, and he got a two on his strength check. Okay, I got a four. Okay, okay, you get past him. You don't knock him down really, but you get past him, and you're able to uh, pass the this loaf of bread sized gold chest with inset gems to Deirdre. Okay. And Deirdre, it's your action. Um try the stun again, hopefully missing Gabby Joe this time. Yes, he's right up next to you now. But he's trying to stuff this okay. thing into your hands. I don't think I want the chest right now. Okay, give me the stun. Give me the stunner. Still a minus three. Explodes. Ten minus three is seven. Seven with a raise. Seven's not a raise. So they're at vigor minus two. I don't think seven's a raise, BJ. Sir? Seven's not a raise. Eight's a raise. Uh, my six exploded. Yeah. And I got it to a ten, and then minus three. Yes, sir. Oh, that's seven, not a raise which then? Is okay. not a raise. Okay, never mind. I'm, no, eight's, it's been eight's a, long a raise. Time. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the two guys that are still down, though, are at minus two. Ugh, double sixes. Holy shit. Uh, so one of them is not stunned. One of them is just knocked unconscious. One of the other guys avoids it. Another one's down. And another one's down. So... There's there's three guys that are still in states of getting up. Uh, one guy you took down hard, and he's unconscious. Um, but no one's really able to do anything this turn. So let me do new initiative. Gabby Joe on the queen. Deirdre on the ace. And my guy's on a nine. So it's you again, Deirdre. And, all right. Why not? I'll try stun again. Sure. Uh, that's a no-go. Uh, I got four minus three, one. Okay, yeah, you're just out of gas right now. Uh, Gabby Joe, what do you want to do? You're you're up by Deirdre, basically right at the rail. Okay. 
Um, and she doesn't seem to want the box at all. Well, she's just been bu- really busy casting, so she, you know she's using yeah. her hands. I'm gonna tell her what what do I do with this? Here, take this. I don't want this. It's like alive just... and it's wiggling and stuff. Set it down. Put your foot on it, <laughs> and then beat those guys senseless. Okay. I will do like that. I will set it down. I will put my foot on it, and I will club somebody with the axe. Okay. Uh, give me a give me a fighting check at um. Give me a fighting check. Okay. Uh, and I'm just putting their all of their defense effectively at two. I have a seven. Uh, eight, actually, plus one. Sorry. Okay, hits with the raise. So that means I add an extra d6 to the damage, which is going to be right. a d8 and a d10. Um, 11 plus 1 is 12. Okay, you knock him un- unconscious. Aha! Uh, the other... So two are unconscious out of the five. The other crew members that seem to be affected by this thing are still... There's still this ongoing tussle on the ship. Um, so can you both give me dex checks as the ship lurches back and forth? Okay. Agility? Yes. Ability, sorry. Um, I have a two. I have okay. a three. All right. You, the the ship takes a a giant lurch, uh, and you both end up ass over tea kettle in the middle of the deck. Um, a lot of the other guys do too. Though. Um, Gabby, Joe, I'm going to say this thing flies out of your hands again and goes kind of skidding across the deck. Mm-hmm. And as it does, one of the other sailors runs towards it. Okay. To pick it up, presumably. Uh, sorry, I'll do a new round of initiative now. Gabby Joe on the ace. What is happening? Deirdre, you're on a jack, and sailors go on a seven. Okay, so it should be me first. So I'm going to. Honestly, I'm just going to, if I see somebody heading for the box, I'm just going to club them. I'm just going to goalkeep this okay. thing at this point. Clearly, I can't keep right. a hold of it, right. so I'm just going to club anybody coming towards it. All right, give me a fighting check. Um, ten. So that should be a raise. Okay, hits with the raise. Fourteen, twenty, twenty-five, twenty-six. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> He's unconscious because you're just doing non-lethal damage. Yep. But um I think you jogged him too hard. It's he's possible. he's going to be out out. Um Deirdre, give me a smarts check. All right. Uh, let's see smarts. We'll have a 9. Okay. Um you're pretty sure that this chest is a creature that is casting some sort of illusion spell on itself. Right. So I want to break the to illusion. A, to appear as a chest. Um, and it's whatever kind of creature it is, is obviously about the same size. Um, right. You could... No, there isn't really like a dispel illusion type of thing. Um, but with your nine, 
with your smarts check, you realize this is not a useful piece of treasure. This is a creature. Creature? It's a mimic. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to roll bolt at it at minus three for maximum damage. Okay. And I will get a six. Okay, that'll hit. All right. Damage will be 13. Okay. Um, your bolt, your snow bolt, kind of explodes around it. It seems to be unharmed. And it's now moving around the deck on its own. And it scuttles toward one of the sailors. No sailors are trying to attack you right now. Yeah, I don't have anybody Gabby on Joe? Me. Yeah, or Gabby Joe. Um, okay. But one of them is rushing over to pick it up. So new initiative. Five for Gabby Joe. Seven for Deirdre. Six for, G- for my people. So Deirdre, you're up again. I'm up. All right, well, I'll try stun on the box out of my ice bolt. Didn't work. Okay. And I will get... Oh, wrong die. It's only minus one this time because you're targeting an individual. Okay. I will get a six. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me make a vigor. Uh, it succeeds on the vigor check. So it is not, not stunned. Um, the uh, sailor... One of the sailors runs over and scoops it up, uh, and he's going to start climbing into the rigging with it. Uh, Gabby Joe, what do you do? How high up into the rigging did he get? He's just started, so you could probably still grab his foot. He's kind of encumbered because he's holding this in one arm. Yeah, no. um, At this point, since I've seen Data attack it twice now, I'm just going to roll up and put all of my power and try to smite because my axe can do that because we have the magic thread thing. Yep. Um, well, and you I'm have to make to a spirit to... check to activate that. Okay, so let's do that. Okay. So just a straight spirit check is a d6. So 2d6. Uh, one explode. Uh, seven. Okay, so you have plus two damage. Okay, and I'm just going to try to bury the axe in the box. Okay. And if there's a person in the way, that's just too bad. Okay. So, fighting check with a minus one, because it's small. Okay. Uh, Eight. Okay. Hits with a raise. Okay. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen damage. All right. So you hit this thing with your smitey named weapon axe, right? Yep. And it just goes clang, and your hands are vibrating uh, from the impact, and it doesn't seem to do the creature any harm at all. That is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Invulnerable. But, I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna yell at Deidre. Where the hell's the fucking ring? I don't know. Do I have the ring? No. Uh, Deadbolt has it. Deadbolt is cowering down below. Oh, Deadbolt, get your ass up here. 
Um, yeah, so Deadbolt is below, and he's got the ring. Um, yeah, your axe blow didn't do anything at all. Um, can you give me a notice check, Gabby Joe? I most certainly can. Uh, that is D six. Oh, two D six. Um, I will use a Benny on this one. Okay. okay. Benny so that spent. rerolls. That rerolls both of them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, shite. Three. Yeah, it just um, you hit it right across the body. Um, Deirdre, how about you give me a notice check or a knowledge arcana? Arcana. Load. 17. Jeez. Oh. Uh, now, now that you look at it, Deirdre, surely it has to have a weak point. And surely those embedded gemstones are its eyes. And those would probably be the weak point. All right. I'll yell to Gabby Joe. Hit the gems. The two big gems. Okay. Okay, next round of initiative. Gabby Joe on the two. Deirdre yeah. on the ace. And other things on an eight. You you might want to so, try and stun this guy, Deirdre. All right. <clears throat> up first. Yep. Yeah, you're up first. Yep. Stun again. I will get a 10. My, am I at minus? Minus one. So it's okay, still nine. a raise. All right. Uh, he fails and drops out of the rigging uh, right at your feet, Gabby Joe. Uh, the thing like lands on him, and you can hear his ribs crack uh, okay. as as he lands, and it goes scuttling off not far from you. You could still reach it, Gabby Joe, but it um, tries to get away from you. Hold still. So it would take a, it would be a called shot to hit its gemstone eyes at minus four. Okay. So I just make a fighting roll at minus four. Mm-hmm. Is it my turn now? I thought, I, was, I thought you said I was on a two. You are, but there's basically you and Deirdre, and its action was to scuttle away. Oh, okay. So let's try this then. Um, let's use another Benny. Okay. You have one left. Let's use it. Okay. There we go. Um, eight on the die, plus one, minus four, gets me a five. That will hit. Okay. So plus four damage. Um, can I try to invoke the smitey thing again, too? Uh, it's still active. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure how long it lasted. I think it lasts three turns. Okay. Um, so I rolled a six, plus two from the smite is an eight, plus one from the axe is a plus nine, four. plus four from the called shot is a 13. All right. So you... Bring the axe down right across both of its gemstone eyes, and they shatter in puffs of 
blue gem dust or something. Uh, and the thing thrashes around, and the illusion is broken. Uh, it no longer looks like a gold chest. Uh, it looks like a overgrown potato bug or something. It's very alien-looking. Uh, and it thrashes and wriggles uh, over to the rail and falls overboard and sinks into the bottom of the sea. That's kind of unfortunate. And at that point, all of the crew kind of snap out of it. All of the ones that were snapped into it uh, kind of snap out of it and are like, what, what, what happened? And Orf is just yelling at them uh, to, you know, get to work and mind their stations and tend the wounded. All right. Did you want to keep this thing? Sorry, say what? Did did you? Why did you say it's unfortunate? Oh, because it's clearly not dead, so it's going to come back later, probably with like an entire no. an entire swarm of undersea leviathans to kill us. No, no, no. You killed it. I was just narrating its death throes, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you're pretty sure it's dead. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> It'll be fine. Almost dead. So, with that, uh, order is soon quickly restored to the sea spider, and you get underway again. So, that concludes the adventure called the Death Jewel, which was kind of dumb and pointless, but was halfway done, you know, through last session. Sure. Um, so you, you're able to get underway again and continue sailing to Soriev, which is, uh, you had crossed the sunken lands. You're in what is the Sea of the East and your map is so tiny. You're sailing, uh, you were a good way past the vast forest. So it's about another day's sailing, uh, that is relatively uneventful. Uh, the sailors that you knocked unconscious recover. And the next morning, you set anchor in a harbor that is near Soriev, according to your maps. Okay. And to remind you of what this was that, that brought you here in the first place, um, you had found a note in, in a book of Arcana that you got from somewhere. I forget even where it was from. But it had this boast in it of basically about the treasure house of Ergon of Ar- and Garngi. And it was like, I've got the biggest, baddest treasure house, and it's totally unguarded. Come and get it. But yet no man has ever succeeded in taking away what is there. And he describes the treasure in great detail. There's a diamond as big as a man's skull, 12 rupees each as big as the skull of a cat, 17 emeralds each as big as the skull of a mole and rods of crystal and bars of orichalcum. Uh, so that's what brought you here in the first place, was to find this treasure house. Okay. And the note the note gave a pretty good description of basically how to find it. So the next day, um, the ship is in the harbor, and you're basically able to um, land and ask directions to Soria of 
and find your way there. But um, is there anything you want to do besides go there? Oh, hey. Hey, Brian. Deadbolt's back. Yay. Maybe. It's on tight. Hey. All right, cool. Except I, I assume that all the directions actually use just like local landmarks that we have no idea what they mean. Like turn left at Old Neb's farm. No, it's it. Three uh, paces to the no, right of Bob. Bob doesn't move much. A treasure house have I built for it in the far southern forest. Two hills hump double like sleeping camels. A day's ride beyond the village of Soriev. Was the village name? Soriev. S O R E E V. And you're probably. Probably, from where you've landed, you're probably a half day's walk from Soriev. Yeah. Or you could take the flying carpet. Oh my God, we have a flying carpet. That's right. Well, you can't all you can't all go on it though. That's the problem. Um, I vote safety in numbers. All right, Great walking. Not as a metaphor for my life or anything. <laughs> All right, so I'll just say, let's just fast forward here. Um, you get to the village of Soriev, and uh, give me streetwise checks. Uh, let's see. I will get a five. Gabby Joe has a two. One. Okay. okay. Uh, Deirdre, you know, you all kind of, you know, you go to the market square and ask people and Gabby Joe and uh, Deadbolt, the people you ask just sort of shrug their shoulder. I don't know what you're talking about, but um, Deirdre, you have the bright idea of going into um, like a map maker's shop. Okay. And you ask the map maker, Hey, you know, there's this place where about a day's walk from here, where the two hills hump, like the double hump of a camel. And the map maker is like, oh, yes, I know that. You head out of town southeast and follow the road uh, for a day's walk, as it says, and you will see it. Southwest. Did I say southeast? I meant southwest. <laughs> so you, you go southwest, uh, following the road. You camp overnight for a while and then uh, continue the next day. A few more turns brings you into the clearing into a clearing that you had spied. Uh, uh, in line with your, uh, it proves to be a peasant's cottage, a neat little low-eaved house of weathered wood, situated in, in the midst of an acre of grain. To one side is a bean patch, to the other a woodpile, which almost dwarfs the house. So you you come across this little peasant's farm, and you can see the the uh, double hump of the hills uh, right in this area, so you know you're pretty close. And you see a guy, a man, working outside, and there's a little girl uh, playing near the house, playing with a kitty. Um, like a normal kitty or like a death kitty? Because I feel like we have to ask. No, just a kitten. Nope, just a regular kitten. So a death kitty. I kid. mean, aren't all <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, he greets you. Oh, hello, travelers. Hello, I'm good sir. Brom. Brom, uh, I'm what, Gabby what, Joe. Gabby, well, <laughs> you must be a wealthy man to, to have your own adjective. That, that's just the custom where I come from. Everybody does that. Oh, oh. who are your, your friends? This is Frosty Deidre, and this is Snarky Deadbolt. Oh, well, uh, pleased to meet you. Uh, what what brings you out all this way to the middle of nowhere? Well, they were, uh, we're looking for, there's two mounds that kind of look like a camel's hump. He says, oh, yeah, you found them right over there. The Twin Hills, we call them, or some travelers call them uh, uh, the breasts of Gaia. Ah, uh, breasts. Quarantine yeah. All over there. <laughs> he says, "Well, you're the you're the second traveler uh, that's come through here today." The second? That can't be right. Uh, it is. It is a fancy nobleman came through here earlier this morning, looking for the same thing, and I had to point him out the same way. How far uh, how far ahead of us was he? What did he look like? Oh, well, he was uh, lordly, I guess you might say, and he had some some men riding with him. Uh, and probably, I don't know, he kind of looks up at the sun and thinks a bit and says, uh, two hours ago, Lord something or another, Lord Ranarsh, I think. Hey, Kaylee. And she's like, yeah. So it's that fancy pants that came riding through. What did he call himself? She said, well... He was Lord Ranarsh. Yeah, yeah, Lord Ranarsh. Does that name mean anything to us? Uh, you can give me uh, a smarts, Jed. Smarts. Nine. Nine. Okay, Jirdra. From your time in... that you've spent in uh, Lankmar, you've heard... Lord Ramonarsh is a ruthless nobleman, a man without pity. That's all you've heard about him. And that he's, he's not a noble of Lankmar, he's a noble of the outlying regions. Um, yeah, so he says, uh, yeah, Lord Ranarsh, he came through just a couple of hours ago. He was looking for something that way, too. Well, can you give us any uh, uh, trips to get there faster than him? I mean, you seem like a wonderful person, and your daughter is lovely, and that cat is adorable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our pride and joy, that cat. Uh, he says, no, there's really only one way to get there. you got to take the road that goes right between the two humps. and then. Uh, but, you know, I, I wouldn't go that way. Uh, there's an old building out there. Everyone around here says it's haunted. Oh, and Callie cow. says... Oh, yeah. Kaylee, uh, Kaylee speaks up. She says, yeah, a giant lives in it. I go there and spy on it sometimes. <laughs> spy on it? <laughs> what does it look like? She says, well, I never see it at high, but I can feel it watching me. I go right up right up to the edge of the woods and, and, and play peekaboo with it. Peekaboo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cover my eyes, and then I can hear I can hear it moving around. I hear like like stone shift, and and then when I open my eyes, everything's 
still and quiet, and he's not there. So he only comes when I close my eyes. So you've never actually seen him? No. Oh, he always hides. Hmm. I can show you if you want. That would be fantastic. Is your dad, you okay with that? Is your dad okay with that? Oh, sure, yeah. She goes and, yeah, we encourage the kids to go play in the dangerous woods. Is she your only daughter? Uh, my only daughter. Who's I've got now? a son. <laughs> but if she dies, you know, that's one less mouth to feed. Um, so Kaylee starts leading you toward the place. She says, come this way. I know a shortcut. Oh, good. Um, so she takes you down the road for a ways, but then uh, cuts through on like a deer trail or a game path through the forest. Uh-huh. And um, you're just going through basically the woods and you're off the road, but you're on a pretty clear um, path that goes through the woods. And you go probably two or three miles and, and you come across this guy, uh, a guy alone, and he's a very elderly and he's in like the robes. Uh, you can all give me smarts checks, actually. I have a seven. Uh, Gabby okay. Joe has okay. an eleven. Four. Deadbolt. Okay, you all you all recognize the robes. Um, on the street of the gods, way up at the well-established end. Uh, there is a temple to the great god, one of the many gods on the street of gods, but it's a popular religion. And uh, this man is wearing one down. No, not yet. Okay. Or did, did you? Yeah, there, um, was, it's... there were so many that it's really hard to tell. <laughs> But he's wearing the distinctive uh, purple robes pul- piped with, like, gold thread that indicates a priest of the great god. And he's, you know, got his <clears throat> head bowed and his his hands in the sort of dangly sleeves of the opposite arm. And he's walking along and he, he lifts his head up and sees you and he's like, Oh, uh, travelers, seekers, I see. Uh, who might you be and what do you seek? Uh, hello, Father. I, I'm Gabby Joe. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, Gabby Joe. Yes, very, very adorable. Thank you. I try. It's it's really all about my bedtime routine. It keeps me fresh. Uh huh. Yes, yes. It's very, very important. Uh, grooming is next to godliness. Uh, so what's what's a man of the cloth doing way out here? Oh, I'm I'm here to warn. I'm here to warn you away from what you seek. He says, I know why you have come. You have come to plunder the treasure house. Others have tried this in the past. None have succeeded. I myself have no interest in the treasure, having spent 40 years as a penitent. 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 Penitent? Yes, that. Devoted to the great God. (laughs) I consider what to be a corrupting temptation and and I explain my purpose in the valley is to rid the world of a dire evil Uh, evil it is my ancestor was a cunning and wicked man Ergon of Argongongi 
was considered the most skilled architect in all of Lankmar, wise in the ways of stone, greatly learned in geometrical lore. However, Urgan scorned the great god and hungered for inhuman powers. For he was my ancestor, and my penitence is to pay for his sins. I am Arvlan of Angarngi, and Urgan was my grandfather. He trafficked with demons and bargained with them for an unnatural treasure. However, in winning his desire, he sealed his doom. He lost any ability to enjoy life. He could feel nothing, no pleasure or hunger, and thus had no use for the treasure he had worked so hard to acquire. I believe he hid his treasure in such a way that it would wreak havoc on the world, a spiteful gesture meant to draw others to the treasure house and harm them as a vengeance for the punishment he earned from his own evil deeds. That bastard. Oh, exactly. Well, the sins of the father. You know the rest, right? Because you go to church. Uh, Not really. Uh, The sins of the father will be visited on the son and the son of the son. Sevenfold and seven times seven. That's some really shitty karma. Say. Yes, yes it is, but it is my cross to bear, if crosses were a thing. <laughs> so if I warn you off, if you seek it, do not go. It is my intention to enter the treasure house and confront the beast at its heart. Well, However, you... the favor of the gods is a fickle thing. So, just out of curiosity, what if we teamed up? Like, I, I feel like we'll have a better chance then, and you can get your revenge and free yourself and your family, and we'll just take the rest of the treasure. It's good to me. But that would corrupt your souls. I, I'm here to better say ours than yours. Souls. So, I'm from Lankmar. I don't really have one of those. You, good sir, are a simp. Yeah, this is true. Sorry, I blame I blame my father, really. So you basically got the same kind of curse. Yeah. You see, our penance is to spend all the treasure. Is the nice little girl still standing here? Yes. Okay. I was waiting for him to say, no, she's in the woods somewhere. Go find her. <laughs> she ran away. <laughs> she's wandered wandered off. She's being devoured by a bear. No, she's still there. Uh, is is this where you were hearing the noises, little little girl, whose name I can't remember? No, no, the Ka- Kaylee. Kaylee. No, the house yes. is the house is up ahead. Oh, okay. Another, uh, probably two miles. Well, what do you say, Argan, son of Ergen, son of Irgen, son of Boli, son of Goli? Why don't we join journey together? If nothing else, we can put the legend of this place to rest, and then other people won't come. I mean, if we really have to, we can always fight it out after we get the treasure. Says I have no interest in the treasure, but yes, well, I will accompany. I will accompany you to destroy this evil, evil creature. Good. It is the the product of my grandfather's sins. And Kaylee says, "Oh, goody." 
<laughs> oh, good. Uh, give me a persuade roll. Uh, persuade. I do not have that. A D4 for everybody. Yeah. Isn't Deadbolt our persuady person? No, it was Lewis. Not. He's still there, Brian? Not. Yes. Yeah, he just. He's snapping in between conversations. So if you don't have the skill, it's like a D4 minus something, right? Two. Minus two. Oh, this is going to work wonderfully. Uh, In that case, I got a zero. I have a negative one. He says, fools, consider yourselves warned. I'll spend a penny and see if I can do any better. Okay. No, not really. No, I'm at a two. That's twice as good as you did the first time. (laughs) True. That's Infinity is good. He says, consider yourselves warned. And he uh, stalks off the other way down the path, leaving you to it with his dire warning. Do we really want this guy with us? Kind of. Right, I'll spend another penny. You don't get him. No. no, no. I'm not worried about spending pennies because I never do. They're worth it. He's it's already good. gone. I thought we stopped doing the XP thing with the bennies. The joke. Yeah, we're not doing that. Okay. No, not since great pulp. <clears throat> oh, should I spend the benny? You only have a D4. I wouldn't. Like your odds are freaking ridiculous. They are. All right, I won't. So, he says, my only task in speaking to you is to convey information. My presence will be unhelpful, and I will not be able to avoid uh, stop your deaths. And he stalks off down the path. Chewy fellow. Yes. So, uh, Kaylee leads you through the forest, and... Uh, you get to a clearing, and she says, "This is this is where I play the game with the giant coming up to the magic circle and pretending to cross it. I feel as if I'm watched, as if the giant knows where I'm about to cross and follows me, studying me through the tiny windows. When I get to the very edge, the giant gnashes its teeth like rocks, rocks rubbing rocks, making the house shake. Whenever this happens, I run away, and the magic circle is like." the edge of the clearing. Mm-hmm. So you you get to the edge of the clearing and you see the treasure house. The centerpiece is a broad, shallow dome constructed in an octagon. Merging into it from the front are two smaller domes, and between them lies a large square door, a house's main ent- entrance. Asymmetrically, a large tower rises from the rear of the main dome. It is built with a profound simplicity of design. No pillars or friezes. No ornaments adorn the exterior of any kind of any kind at all. Aside from the doorway and a few narrow windows set in unexpected locations, the house appears to be a compact mass of closely joined dark gray stones, more like a fortress than a home. So there's a big central dome, two smaller domes at, say... 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock off the front, and a square door between them, and then a tall square tower at the back. Okay. So why don't we kind of move further back in the woods and have the girl play her game and watch what happens? Okay. Um, 
So she creeps up to the edge of the forest and she closes her eyes and she steps like just puts one foot out into the grass and and you can kind of hear like this rumbling and grinding from inside the house and then she turns and runs back into the forest and she basically runs away back home ah see see ah i i do see and it only does it if you have your eyes closed ah thank thank you <laughs> kids can't take them anywhere you can give me a notice check though, everyone a what check notice notice um explode once for and 11 you got a six okay bolt sorry what am i rolling notice and Okay, you all see it. Um, you don't see anything happening in the house, but looking at the doorway, you see something that something white in the doorway on the ground. And as you kind of squint and look as hard as you can, uh, they seem to be bleached bones. That seems unfortunate. Well, tied it by itself wouldn't. I'm sorry? Rimshot. I said just okay. using Tide by itself wouldn't do it. Ramshot. No. Foxy <laughs> <Oxy> clean. <sighs> so yeah, you're still basically at the edge of the forest. What do you want to do? I'm going to step into the grass. Okay. Nothing happens. I'll close my eyes. Um, you hear the grinding of stones. Strange. Um, <clears throat> I use arcane knowledge to see if it's an illusion. Sure. Uh, I got a three. Uh, hard to tell at this distance. I'll walk closer to the house. Okay. As you as you walk up, uh, everything is quiet. You don't hear anything, you don't see anything happening. Uh, as you get up by the doorway, or closer to the front doorway, um, the thing you saw that you thought were bones are indeed bones. Okay. Uh, they seem to be not just bones, but crushed bones. So, do we think we... I'll, I'll kind of back up to the edge of the clearing again. So, it's a bunch of crushed bones in there, so do we maybe have to walk through with our eyes shut? So that it doesn't eat us? Um, I don't know. You think, Deadbolt? One of you should try it with your eyes closed. <laughs> As a control group. <clears throat> okay. Um, so... I'll kind of close my eyes and start walking in the right direction and tell Deidre and Deadbolt to give me directions and guide me. Okay. Uh, so you do that. And you walk in with your eyes closed, left a bit, right a bit. And, uh, you know, you can feel the crunching of your feet over these crushed bones as you go. And then you you feel 
like the air change sort of as you go from being clearly outdoors to clearly indoors and you're inside um give me a spirit check all right uh three all right you as you get inside and you feel that transition uh roll a d20 we don't use that in this system Fuck you. Roll the d20 plus one. Seven. All right. Um, you feel a sense of dread come over you, but not really quite panic. Um, that's about it. As you, as you get inside, you just feel this uh, shivers go up your spine, and you feel afraid. But nothing else happens. Okay. Like, do I feel afraid enough that I start trying to get out? No, no, you're not. You're not panicked. You don't feel the need to flee. Yeah, it seems to be okay, guys. Sort of. Uh, it's kind of kind of creepy in here. Kind of scary. Seems to be okay. Yeah, you're you shaking. Was... Uh, what the hell? I'll go. Do you open your eyes? Yes. Okay, looking around. Uh, there are more signs of dead treasure seekers inside. There are crumbling skeletons and broken skulls and even some fresher corpses. Uh, you feel, and the the sense of fear that you have is almost like you had walked into the jaws of a sleeping serpent. So you're going in, Deirdre? I'll follow. BJ, are you going in? Okay, deadbolt. Uh, you're able to do that without much difficulty. Give Give me a spirit check. I need 13. What'd you get, Deadpool? Okay, you're fine. Would you need a spirit roll? roll? If you're going in, give me a spirit check. Okay, it's spirit. Mm-hmm. Six explodes. Seven. Okay, you're fine. <clears throat> so yeah, you all get in there, and uh, Gabby Joe still has the willies a little bit, but you see a flight of stairs uh, leading up in addition to the corpses around on the main floor of the dome. There's no furnishings and not really any decorations in here. Just the stairs uh, um, leading up higher into the dome. Out of, out of all the, the dead bodies, is there a significant item they may have had on them that they were using to get in? Or, you know, sure. some sort of sure. object like that. Give me an investigate. Investigation? Investigation, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I got a one. Um, the, it's a variety of people. Some of them have arms and armor. Some of them are more, like, equipped like thieves. Um, you don't really notice anything in common among None of them seem to have, you know, like a magical something like that. All right, well, uh, I guess we're going up. Okay, you go up the stairs and up into the sort of second story of the main dome, and you see a stone about two feet square jutting out slightly from the rest. On this is boldly engraved in kind of antique Lank Martian uh, script. Here rests the treasure of Ergon of Ang- Angangi. Uh, 
and the stone is like jutting out from the wall. So this clearly has to be a trap. Maybe. <laughs> um, as you look, uh, give me notice checks. Two. Five. Notice from Deadbolt. Fifteen. Jesus. Fifteen. Okay, Deadbolt. You take a look at it, and this stone that juts out a little bit is kind of mortared in with the other stones, but it's like the rest of the stonework in this place is all tight-fitting and mortarless. And this stone is actually mortared in, but the mortar is not something like regular cementious mortar. It's a kind of thick, gooey, dark, gummy substance. Uh, you'll probably have to like dig it out with a dagger or something. The mortar almost has like a raw organic stench. It's kind of dark and tarry. Comes away in hard lumps and rubbery gouge strips, reminiscent of blubbery flesh. Can I freeze it just to make it easier to dig out? Sure. Yeah, I'll do, give me just a straight-up magic check. Uh, what am I looking at? Just, just a straight-up magic check. Seven. Okay. Yeah, you kind of blast it with cold and freeze it up a little so it, it comes out a little more easily and quickly. Um, is anyone... Who's actually doing the digging? I would assume Deadbolt, since he's the agile one. Sure, I just would. I just kind of had brute force, <laughs> and that's it. What? I walked in first. What do you okay. want from me? Uh, um, yeah, so that makes the job a little easier, and you kind of are able to chip it out a little bit, and uh, you're able to get like the stone loosened from the surrounding stones. Uh Give me a strength check, somebody. Ooh, this I can do. Um, nope, two. Okay. Might need to be a team effort. I'm, st- I'm still kind of scared, and like it's hard for me to... I keep looking over my shoulder. I can't put my full focus on it. Okay. Um, how about if Deadbolt and Deirdre give me helping rolls with strength? <laughs> I got two explosions. Five. Okay, I will get a one. nine. And that's another plus two, so you get plus three to your roll, Nick. Uh, that puts us up to a five. Okay. It's <laughs> That's terrible. No, you can make a fresh roll. Oh, okay. This is a new try. Perfect. Uh, six on the die, which gets us a nine. Okay. So yeah, you all kind of pry with daggers and whatever you have, and and uh, Gabby Joe really gets two mitts on it and gives it a hard heave, and the stone comes sliding out. And it's a hollow stone, so once you get it like slid out of the wall, it's filled with a jet black liquid uh, just below the surface of the opening. And it's heavy and metallic, almost like mercury. Resting atop that, on the surface tension of this liquid, are a number of gemstones of breathtaking beauty and astonishing value. The most prominent jewel in the center is a titanic diamond, its surface cut with oddly angled facets, 
Around it are arranged two circles of smaller stones. The inner ring contains 12 blood-red rubies, while the outer ring is made up of 17 emeralds. In between the gemstones and connecting them to each other in a bizarre pattern are thin, fragile-looking bars of crystal, amber, tourmaline, and the honey-pale <clears throat> rare metal of orichalcum. The rods gleam with a faint glow, while each of the gems bears a brighter gleam, which reminds you of reflected starlight. Uh, give me a notice check, everyone. I have a five. Two. Okay. okay. Deirdre, you notice that the, the surface of this liquid that these gems are floating on possesses a distorted reflection of the night sky with visible stars and constellations recognizably native to, you know, what you're used to seeing. Uh, you get a feeling that the strange arrangement of gems and liquid reminds you of a fluid pattern resembling an alien brain or a dreaming mind. What do you want to do? So we see the pattern which reminds him of a dreaming mind or an alien brain. Yes. But the gems are just laying there. This is like a zillion dollars. Yeah, about that. Is there anything else in here that would give us some clue of what to do with these? Like if we put them in a certain pattern, um, what happens if we dip something in the black liquid? What happens to it? What do you dip into the black liquid? Like dead a finger? Just poke it? Dead deadbolt? <laughs> yes, let's dip <laughs> deadbolt in. <laughs> uh, well, this um, this no, is... I will. So first, I will take like one of the bones off the floor and dip that in and see what happens. Okay, you you poke a little shard of bone in, and the surface of the liquid kind of ripples, and the the gems and rods and stuff kind of wiggle and float up and down. And uh, you might be imagining it, but you think you feel like a tremor in the house when you do that. Can we just walk this outside? The like, whole thing? Yes. Is there like a skylight in this room or something? Um, yeah, there is a window on this floor. It's it's all in a big heavy stone, so I mean it took all your strength to pull it out from the wall. So yeah. you'd be able to drag it across the floor with a lot of effort. And a lot Getting of sloshing. It down the, and a lot of sloshing, yes. Okay. Does the pattern remind me of any constellation I've ever seen or anything like that? No, not immediately. It's just like a triple a triple ring. Okay. You know, the diamond at the middle, ring of rubies, ring of emeralds. Yeah. And they're all sort of connected to each other. <sighs> Why don't you take uh, an emerald? No, that's a terrible idea. But it'll satisfy our curiosity. Yeah. What happens if I actually drop the bone in? Liquid? Um, it just floats there. 
It what? And when you drop it in, like there, when, when you drop it in, it just floats there. Mm-hmm. But it makes like another another ripple, and again, you think you feel like a tremor in the whole house. Okay, so it's the ripples that are causing tremors, probably. Um, I'll try to use two bones to kind of okay. chops to chopsticks a gem out of there. Okay. Uh, give me a dex check. God damn it. <laughs> uh, four. Okay, cool. Um, so you, you get two bones and you, you kind of play pickup sticks and try to lift one of the smaller gems out. Yep. And it's like gently, gently, and you know, you just get the edge of it and you pick it up. And as soon as it breaks the surface tension with the liquid and kind of pops free, um, shit begins happening. So I'm going to deal initiative. I am going to give everyone a Benny, though. So you okay. have one again, Gabby Joe. So Gabby Joe on a four, Deadbolt on a nine, Deirdre gets the Joker, and the house gets a seven. So Deirdre, as as Gabby Joe lifts one of the gems out, the diamond flies up out of the puddle of mercury and starts flinging itself around the room. What do you do? Um, I'm going to figure out what I want to do here. We should have just frozen the fucking liquid. We froze everything, <laughs> we froze everything else. All right, fine. I'll freeze the liquid. <laughs> I'll freeze the liquid. Now. All right. Um, you can do that. Yeah, why not? I'll see what happens. Okay, give me uh, your spell casting roll. Me. Yeah, and you have a plus two on it because you have the joke. Yeah, 22. Oh. oh, okay. Yeah, you blast a cone of cold into the stuff. And the liquid uh, hardens, and it quits uh, rattling and shimmering. Uh, so that works really good. Do you want a second action? What is the diamond doing that flew up? It's flying around the room, and looks like it's going to start flying at somebody's head. Um, I'm going to see if I can hit with an ice bolt. Okay. Minus two, plus two, so it's a because multi-action penalty, but you have the Joker, so net zero. Okay. Let's see, seventeen. Okay. Uh, give me uh, damage on that. Damage will be. And you got a raise, so take an extra d6. Right. <laughs> damage nine points. Okay, you hit it. <clears throat> and it bursts into a puff of iridescent dust. Okay. Uh, uh, Deadbolt, what would you like to do? Run. <laughs> <laughs> you can do. You, you can do that. Um, how far is it to get out of the house? Well, you'd have to run across the room, go down the stairs, and across the hall of the dome downstairs. So, I mean, you'd be able to get partway down the stairs at a run. 
I'll just hold. For uh, you okay? You notice uh, the windows and doors of the house. The house began clashing violently, irising open and shut, uh, gnashing like a hungry maw. Hmm. So you're on hold. Uh, the the house is going to go now. The ceiling of this domed chamber, like bubbles in reverse, you know, so it like collapses down, flexes down and tries to crush you guys. Uh, a four probably won't hit your parry though for anyone. No. Right. Okay. And, and you also see out the window that the tower is starting to whip back and forth like a tail. <clears throat> uh, Gabby Joe, what would you like to do? So the liquid is frozen now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to pop the gems out of it and take them. Okay. Um, they, they are a bit stuck in the frozen liquid. So you'll like have to pry them out with a dagger. I'm so give me that. a strength check. And I'll say whatever you get on that check, that's the number of gems you get popped out. Okay. Um, Six explodes. Six explodes, six explodes, and a five. So that would be 23. Good grief. Okay. So yeah, you take the, you take the quick route, and you just sma- smash the frozen liquid with your axe, and it like shatters, and all the gems pop loose, and you just scoop them all up into a bag. So you've got all the rods and all the gems in a bag, basically. Perfect. Was uh, there anything else, anything else hidden in the liquid? No. Okay. No, everything was floating on top. Uh, did you want to do anything, Deadbolt? Is the plan to get out of here? Or Probably at this point, yes. I mean, okay. eventually? Yeah, I, I will do that then. Okay, uh, roll a running check, running die. Okay. Three. So nine, I guess. Okay. You make it, uh, you take off at a run and go straight down the stairs. Um, and the stairs are like wiggling. I'm making motions with my, which of course you can see. Um, they're gyrating wildly, wiggling up and down. Uh, give me an agility check. Okay, you managed to not get thrown off of them. Um, so I dealt new initiative. You're up first, Deadbolt, on the queen. Then Gabby Joe on an eight, Deirdre on a seven, and the house on a six. So you make it to the bottom of the stairs, Deadbolt. Okay, I will leave then. Okay, give me another running check. Ten. Okay, that would get you out the door. Um, as you pass through the doorway, it like smashes down because they're kind of smashing open and closed, and uh, smashes right behind you as you nip through it. So it doesn't hit you, but you manage to make it out. Okay. Uh, uh, Gabby Joe, you've got a bag of gems. Okay. So Deadbolt went out the front. Um, you said there's a window yep. here. And yep. are there stairs stairs up? No, you're on the top floor of the dome. Okay. 
so there's no way to get to the tower-ish area? No, that's sort of out the back. You can see a window going that way. But okay. if you went out the win one of the windows in this room, you'd be jumping from the second floor, which wouldn't be a big deal, right? I mean, give me an agility check to land it and take no damage or fail it, and I'd probably give you like 2d6. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll go out a window. Okay. okay. Give me a running check. Okay. And running is... Your pace D6. plus a d6, which doesn't doesn't explode. Okay. Um, I rolled a two. Pace is six, so eight. Okay. Um, you'll be able to get across the room. Uh, yeah, I think you'd be able to make the jump. Um, the ceiling is going to bulge down and try to crush you. Ooh. As it does. Yeah. With an with an eighteen. Oh, yeah. That's that's a thing. That'll That'll hit. Uh, there we go. Damage dice. Oh, this will sting. It's fine. Twenty dam. Twenty damage. Okay, so my toughness you is tough twelve. Toughness twelve. So it'd be two wounds and shaken. But you have a Benny too. I will try to soak it. Okay, give me a vigor roll. No, yeah, vigor roll. All right. Um, I got a seven. Okay, that'll soak one wound. So I will still take a wound and be shaken. Yes. Um. um so yeah, the ce the ceiling smashes down and like bangs you, you know, hits you on the head, and you're a little dazed as you get to the window. Okay. Uh, um, and I'm gonna say like you can't take a multi action here. That's fine. So you'll have to wait the next turn unshake and jump out the window. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Deirdre. Deirdre, it's your turn. Okay. I am going to cast deflection on myself. Okay. That then... only works with ranged weapons. I thought it was a touch. Uh, let me check. I think that only works with ranged weapons. Let me look. It's a Mystic Shield, Gust of Wind, Phantom Servant that intercepts missiles. Works in a variety of ways. Some actually detect inco uh, deflect incoming attacks. Others blur the target from producing other illusions. Oh, melee effects. and missile. Yeah, melee and missile attack. So I, that's fair. I'll if allow it, it. I figured if it's trying to chew me, it's going to be a, you know, a melee attack. Yeah, it is. Uh, I must subtract two from fighting, shooting, attack rolls, erase increases the penalty to minus four. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so I got to roll spell casting. Yep, at minus one. Minus two? Minus one penalty. Minus one, okay. Six explodes. Uh, six. Imagine it's not so, a raise. Yeah, minus minus two to attack you. Uh, so the ceiling will also bulge down where you are and miss because okay. it thinks you're somewhere else. Um, okay. do you, do you want to run at a minus two penalty? I was actually waiting for uh, Gabby Joe to break the window. Well, it's an open window. It doesn't have glass. Oh, it's an open window. 
Yeah. Okay. I am going to roll out the magic carpet and fly out the window. Okay, that's another spell casting check at minus two. That will get a five. Okay, you get on the magic carpet and it flies. Um, so you're not out of the building yet, but you're you're close to the window. Uh, all right, the house is going to attack again. Uh, deadbolt. The tower whips over and tries to smash you, Scorpion's tail, and misses. Oh, I bet the reach on that thing is pretty big. Yep. And the uh, ceiling (laughs) bulges down and tries to hit both of you in the building and misses again. Good. So, uh, so. Gabby Joe on a three, Deadbolt on the Jack, Deirdre on the Queen, and House on the Nine. So, Deirdre, you're up again. You're on the magic the window, carpet. I, yep, I'll fly out the window. Okay, you managed to fly out and get clear. Uh, Deadbolt. Uh, I'm going to shoot the fucking tower. Okay, give me a shooting check. Oh. <laughs> Didn't sound too good. Yeah, that was a botch. Okay. Can you um, shoot Deidre, please? Please? please. <laughs> uh, that's up to the game master. can neither confirm nor deny whether that happens. Or... Uh, roll a d6. Four. Okay. You uh, shoot and your crossbow jams. Okay. And and the tower is going to swat at you again and miss. It leaves a great big, makes a great big dent in the ground next to you, though. I will move further away. <laughs> okay, give me a, give me. You could basically move, moving your pace, moving your pace, you can get out of range. Okay. Uh, the tower is going to swat at you, Deirdre, as you fly. Ooh, thirteen to hit. That'll hit. Okay. okay. How many texts does this fucking tower get? Is it just like flailing? Is it like is it is this tower literally one of those like car sales lot like <laughs> balloon things that's just flailing yes. everywhere? Yes, it's like a balloon man. Uh so bludgeoning damage. Oh, oh you got lucky. Eight damage to you, Deirdre. Alright, I'm gonna try to soak. Okay. A vigor. Four. Okay, that'll soak. Was that four over? No. What's your What's your toughness? Parry is a five. Toughness five. Okay, then that wouldn't have been a wound. I'm giving you your Benny back. You're shaken. Okay. Um. So yeah, the tower swats you and basically knocks you down to the ground. So you you end up in a tumble. Uh, of you and your magic carpet, but it doesn't do, does not cause a wound. Okay. Uh, and Gabby Joe, you're at the okay. window. I have to unshake, yes? Yeah. Yes. Give me a, a spirit check. Uh, spirit. Is it D8? Nope, D6. D6. Uh, four. 
Okay, you can act without penalty. Okay, I'm going to try to jump out the window. Okay, give me a act uh, at agility. Can I use athletics for this? Yes. Thank God. Uh, six explodes, and again, fifteen. Okay, yeah, you make a neat tuck and roll and come up on your feet and ready to run. Uh, Yay! So yeah, basically you were all able to get away far enough from the house that it can't attack you. And the house uh, goes into something that resembles death throws. You know, it starts smashing itself to pieces with the tower. And the two smaller domes out front, like, lift up off the ground and smash down. And, uh, you know, you watch in stunned silence a few minutes as it basically smashes itself into a pile of rubble. What a strange house. I'm glad we didn't make it our home. Oh, there's no curtains. Terrible, terrible decorating. <laughs> That's yeah, what there, it there were no there curtains. Would have been fine. And... So as you're walking away, um, a group of riders on horseback comes up. Uh, uh, at their head is a man dressed in a noble outfit. And his, uh, his men have crossbows aimed at you. And he says, ha, at last some fool has been lucky enough to make it out of the treasure house of Ergon, of Angangi. He holds out his hand. Give to me what is mine, and I will let you escape with your lives. Okay, well, we don't have anything with your name on it, so we don't have anything of yours. We'll see you later. He nods to his men. He says, nods to his men and says, kill them, and I'll do a new round of initiative. Gabby Joe on a 10, Deadbolt on a 5, Deirdre on a 4, and them on the four of spades, beating Deirdre. So, Gabby Joe, uh, there are uh, six riders plus the nobleman. And How... the six riders all... Sorry, the six riders all what? Six riders plus the nobleman. And the riders all have crossbows aimed at oh, the group okay. of you. How uh, far apart are they spread? Um, It's... Kind of a ph phalanx with the noblemen at the center and three on each side. So they're all about three, three or four feet apart. Okay. So what I'm going to do is charge right up in the nobleman's face, um, use okay. smite, and then mm -hmm. do a sweep. Okay. I'll say you'd be able to get the nobleman and a guy on each side of him. That Perfect. Uh, so give me a spirit check on your, for your smite. Uh, two, so no. No. And then you have a minus two for, and a minus two for multi-action penalty. So you're at minus four to hit. Oh, well that sucks. Okay. So fighting, um, three is not going to do it. Nope. Nope. They just back their horses up a little bit, and you're just flailing at air, basically, with your axe. Okay. 
At least I'm making a target of myself. That's good. Deadbolt, what do you want to do? I will shoot the head honcho. Okay, give me your shooting. And I th- don't, isn't your crossbow mon- mul- modified so that you can take multiple shots? Sure. I, th- I don't remember. I thought we did that. I think I think that was one of the things that you had. Okay. Uh, five. That'll hit. Six. Six, sorry. Still uh, hits. You look up the damage. I think it's 2d6 if you use a normal bolt, and 3d6 if you use one of your bolts. It's a mini crossbow, though. Uh, nine. Damage. All right. Uh, that will... AP1, that, if that matters. Will shake. That'll shake him. And then do you do a second attack? Sure. Uh, that one's going to be a four. Still hits. It's a ranged attack. Eight on that one. All right. Second shake is a wound. So he is wounded once. Uh, uh, he's going to roll to unshake and succeed. Uh, he will draw his sword and slash at you, Gabby Joe. Okay. Uh, with a six to hit. Mm-hmm, he's target. Versus your parry. I think parry might be seven. Uh, I'm not sure. I have six. Sense. I have six with a seven in parentheses written down. Uh, so it's half your fighting die plus one, plus two. That sounds at like a bonus. So fighting is ten, so that'd be five plus two is seven. I yeah. do have a medium shield as well. That I don't so that know it if I'm one. using. That'd make it. Uh, uh, is your axe two-handed? I think it is. I think it is. It's a great axe. So I think I had yeah. a broadsword with the shield. So I think I'm just at seven then, which still is enough. Yeah, it would miss. Uh, and the guys with the crossbow crossbows are going to shoot. Uh, so two at Deirdre. One hits. Two at Deadbolt. One hits, one hits with the raise. And two at Gabby Joe. Both miss. Uh, so Deadbolt. Ooh. 16 damage. What's your toughness? Five. Okay, so that'd be two wounds and shaken. Uh, and a Benny. Okay. Give me a vigor roll. Five. Okay, you're at one wound and shaken. Okay. Uh, uh, Deirdre, nine, nine damage and another nine. And you can try to soak in between those. I'll try to soak. Oh, let's okay. see. Okay, give me a vigor check. Two on the first soak. Nope, so you have a wound. Yeah, on the second soak. How much on the second soak? At a three on the second one. Okay. So you're at two wounds and shaken. Uh, uh, and it's your turn. So you're at minus two. How many wounds do I have? Two. So what do you want to do? It's your turn. Um, My turn. I'm going to use stun if I can. Oh, I got a... Sure. I'm 
I imagine I'm shaking, so I gotta unshake. And that's vigor as well, correct? Yeah, give me a spirit. Spirit. We'll get a four. Okay, you unshake. Uh, if if you want to stun on. the group, though. Hang on, a spirit. I gotta. I'm rolling a wrong die. Okay. Yeah, four. Okay. You still unshake. If you want to try to stun the group, you'll be at a net minus five on your roll. A shot. That's a two. Okay. Yeah, you try to get the spell off, but you're just too rattled from these uh, crossbows sticking in you. Okay. All right. So next round, Gabby Joe on a six, Deadbolt on a four, Deirdre on a ten, and the bad guys have an ace. Uh, so Lord Ranarsh will hack at you again, Gabby Joe, and miss. Uh, crossbows go off. Two at Gabby Joe. One hits with the raise. Oof. Seven thirteen. 16 damage on Gabby Joe. Okay. Um, 16 uh, is going to be you're out of 4 above toughness. Okay. You'd be at one one additional wound. So that would put me at 2 wounds. And yep. I don't have any bennies, so I can't soak? That, that's correct. Okay. Uh, 2 on Deadbolt. 1 hit. And 1 hit with a raise. Sorry. Uh, what's your toughness, Deadbolt? Five? Five. Okay. One shakes you. Uh, one, the first attack shakes you, and the second one does 14 damage. Okay. So you could, you could spend a Benny to get rid of that shake, if you want. Yes, please. Okay. And then the 14 would be, uh, two wounds. Okay. So you could spend another Benny to soak. Okay. You have two two left. Was the first Benny to unshake? Yes, so that you didn't get like an an additional wound for. Oh, okay. Wait, you know what? That's a thing that changed in the rules. I take that back. So you you have two wounds, and you could you have three Bennies. You have two wounds, and you could spend a Benny to uh, soak. Yeah, I will do that. Okay. Vigor. Vigor, yes. Four. Okay. So that'll soak a wound. You're still at one wound and shaken. And then finally two at Deirdre. Oof. Sorry, I'm just, just killing you guys. I hit and a raise. <laughs> what's, what's your toughness, Deirdre? You're looking for? Your toughness. Toughness is a five. Okay, that'll shake you, and a wound. So you're at one wound. You have a, a three. You have wounds. one Benny left. Well, one additional wound. Uh, you have a Benny left. I will try to soak it. Okay, give me a vigor roll. Oh, no, I got a two. Okay, so you're at three wounds now. And and finally, it's your guys. So Deirdre, you're up first. I go with a stun. Okay. You trying to do the group or just one person? Group. Okay, minus five. Uh, minus five again? Mm-hmm. Yes. I will have a six. All right. Hey, that'll work. Uh, okay, so, so of the 
six crossbowmen, four of them fall off horses. And Lord, Lord Ranarsh uh, also stays upright. So four of the crossbowmen fall off and uh, are helpless for a couple of rounds. Gabby Joe. Okay. Um, so first I'm going to have to unshake. Yep. Spirit. Yeah. Uh, four. Okay, you can act. You can act. Then I'm going to, I guess, try to put my axe through the head of the leader guy. Okay. Give me a fighting roll. Yep. Uh, eight minus two is six. Still hits. Okay. Uh, seven damage. All right. Uh, he takes a second wound from that because he was still shaken. Um. All, all right, deadbolt. There's two guys up, two crossbowmen up, and the leader. He's still on his horse? Yes. Okay. I will roll to unshake. Okay. Uh, four. Okay, you're unshaken. You can act. Uh, so I'll shoot the fucker. Okay. Uh, 16, 15. Okay, hits with a raise. 17. Okay, he you get him right through the eye, and he uh, drops off his horse. Uh, he, the other guys, like, run away. The guys that have gone off there kind of scramble to their feet and run. And the two remaining mounted men turn and flee on horseback. I'm sorry, say that again? How are the four stopped those hosers? <laughs> okay, move on. So yeah, you're basically in the clear. Um, the house has beaten itself to rubble. Uh, Lord Ranarsh and his men have been killed or driven off. And you have a bag of gems. Plus whatever the Lord has on his body. Because he's a lord. Oh, oh, good point. Good point. Uh, he he carries a broadsword, a dagger. He also has a bow, and he's wearing a chain ha- hauberk. And he has uh, uh, 120 gold rilks. So the chain hauberk is worse than my corslet. Except it covers everywhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, it's nicer looking, but it probably wouldn't fit you. Ah, what the hell? It'll fit. He was a big guy. I don't... Mm. Although, so as a general it, rule, would it, we haven't... Known. Would, it, would it be worth changing into that just so it covers the arms and the legs? No, because I never play hit locations. Okay. Right, so we tr- we treat your corslet as just pl- plus three to your toughness, and we would just treat this as plus two to your toughness. Perfect. So it's probably can... worse. Yeah, it is still worth thirty gold. So I mean, it's worth dragging it with us. Yeah, we'll take his okay, gold. Okay, strip it off of him. Strip him, humiliate the body, the things you do to the nobles. Of course. 
So you said how much gold? One twenty. It's in the in the chat. Oh, okay. Cool. And with that, I'll say you guys, you know, can make it back to your ship. You know, journey back to Soryev and then back to the harbor. Make it back to your ship and have an une- uneventful sail back to Lankmar. Yay. Yay. Oh. When we resume next time. I was hoping to run into the father so he could heal me. <laughs> or, you know, kill us and take the shit. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You ru- you do run into the priest. And he's um, he's overjoyed that you've destroyed the house of evil. Uh, and he does. He heals your wounds. Oh, good. Sweet. So, you guys are going to take uh, 3 XP. Check out Metal Geek's actual play and community theater podcast was brought to you by Baron Von Productions. Savage Worlds and the Lankmar City of Thieves setting were both brought to you by Pinnacle Games. For more information, check out www.chippewabellygeek.com. Be sure to tune in next time when our band of anti-heroes find Pearls of Elysium. And he's gone. (laughs) There we go. He's back. Maybe. Anything? Yeah, you're here. Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm having so much fun. I'm about to have a fucking nosebleed. (laughs) What, What did I miss? Uh, uh, no, you, not much. Nothing much. The the magic treasure chest that we got off the ship, the the death curse one, death curse mm-hmm. thing, the gold the gold treasure chest, ended up actually being a monster. So we had to kill it. <laughs> we laughed. The bartender laughed. The table laughed. We killed the table. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs>